All right, so I used to use this example a lot. I forgot about it. I'm going to use it now. Let's say you were born. Let's just say you were born. And when you were born, someone laid a hand on you, yeah? And it's not really a good example for a hand. But let's say someone, uh, let's say, taped something on you, like three-pound thing. Let's say a hand, okay? So now you, you live your whole life with that hand's pressure, yeah, but you never recognize it. All you feel is the sense of it, and then the mind tries to know it without knowing it, and it makes up stories. Why does this shoulder droop, and why does why do I got to get a longer long sleeve for this side of my body when I buy shorts than this one? And you'll have a huge, maybe giant, mythical, mystical lineage of why it's like that. But it, finally, if it lifted, you would know it. Yeah, You would know its width, you would know its weight, by its absence. It would lift and you'd go, Jesus Christ, there was a hand on my shoulder this whole time. That's what the solution's like. When you entertain the message, one of its effects here is you'll travel lighter through here. Something will lift and by, by sensing and, and you're experiencing it on this level, by sensing it on this level, you get to know what it was like It's by its absence. Yeah? When the problem is present, it's heavier. When the problem weakens, it's lighter. Yeah. So the, in a way, the, the solution lends itself to lighter, which is like an uncontraction, let's say, opening up. And it, this is a very generalization, but the problem tends to contract, yeah, get heavier and stuff like that. And so you can't know the source or how heavy it is while you're, when you're always heavy. It's when it's removed and you're relieved, then you know what it was like to be under it when you're not under it. That's why you know the problem from the solution, finally. You don't know the problem from the problem. You may know some of its effects, but you're not getting the whole picture because you're under it, yeah? Or you're identified as it. See, that's the sort of dilemma. If, if, if the, the seeming, quote-unquote, problem or the seeming, seeming distortion or ignorance is rooted in the act of being identified, yeah? If that act of being identified is actual is actualizing, you won't know that you're identified. Yeah? You will be taking what you're identified as as being you. Yeah? And the last thing it'll ever come to you is that you're not you. Even when it finally does the message, you'll try to entertain it I'm not you as a you. Yeah? The, it's like this, the, the stubbornness of the programming is going to be very difficult. You, it's, in other words, it's, it's going to be incredibly difficult to escape self as a self. Yeah? You're never going to transcend the system that's producing it. So a self can't get out of self. So how can there be a solution then? And when I use the word self, small s self, I am implying the feeling, the sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity rooted in the body. Yeah? The body gives it depth. The body gives it relevance. When it looks at you or as a, at another you or it looks at this body in the mirror it feels like it's a me. It feels like it's this body. Yeah, That's the act of being identified as a self. Now, 
in being in this condition, some things, a lot of things, may not seem to be going well for you as this body or as this emotional character or as this experiential character. And you maybe have a very, very appropriate response. You want to get out of the dilemma that you feel you're in. So there would be, that would be called self trying to get out of self. So now you're trying to get out of self as the source of self. Yeah? So it goes, self gets, tries to get out of self, and, out, and it goes on and on, and there's no escape. Yeah? So, but if you see that there's, it's what's causing this situation is the act of being identified as what you're not, yeah? the act of being identified as what you're not is the selfing. That's the product of the selfing. All the mental activity that's assuming and implying and pointing and inferring that you're the doer, you're the haver, you're the thinker, you're the feeler, you're the body, yes? You're this historical action figure. All of that stuff is the selfing, yeah? The product of all that self is when the mind believes that it is that which is being assumed, inferred, pointed at, repeated constantly, when, when it makes this mistake, in a way, a very small one, it sees all the pointing, and then it imagines what is being pointed at, and what it's being pointed at is a body, yeah? yet that body, when it's taken to be you, is now crowned me. Yeah? A me. No other me in the freaking world. Yet there's millions of other bodies. You can have a body that looks exactly like, supposedly, your body, but you would never call that body me. You only call this one body me. Yeah? That's the act of being identified. Yeah? So what happens when you're in that state, you're not in the state, but when the mind is in that state, the big M mind falls under the sway of this mental state. When it seems to be that body, then every time an action happens, you feel like you did it. Yeah? That you did the action that moved through this body. Yeah? Even when, let's say in recovery, where I come from, they say so clearly that, hey, you are powerless over alcohol, then let's say drugs and money and sex, whatever, there's addiction, there's many addiction, addictive movements, but you are powerless over it, and you think you got that idea, yet when you go over what you did under the influence of alcohol and drugs, you still keep your head, the mental state, the selfing, still keeps claiming to be the one who did it. So you never let off the hook. You never get the true relief or release from guilt and shame because you don't really get that what, it's sort of like dancing with a gorilla. You're going to stop when the gorilla wants to stop. You still write yourself into the story as a doer of those actions when you were under the influence. So you're never really free from it whatsoever. Because yeah? you don't get what the word powerless means. Powerless means... Hey, if I drink and use right now, all bets are off. I, can't, I, I don't know what's going to happen in an hour because you have absolutely no say. All you are is a post-activity narrator. Your head sees what happens a second after it happens and says, Oh, you did it, but you actually didn't do it. You were used for the doing of it, yeah? You were used for the doing of it, but the mental state cannot get around that because its whole relevance is being identified as the self, which means I'm the doer of every freaking thing I've ever done. 
So you don't get the real relief that step one can bring you because you keep reasserting that you did it. You did all those actions while you were under the influence. And you didn't. I was this visitor lady who for 20 years had a very nice sobriety, seemingly, and now she's been five years, she can't get it, and she was drunk as a skunk. My first fairy princess. Drunk as a skunk in her high-end condominium, Sausalito. <laughs> and it was unbelievable. There was, there was no Wendy there. She was totally occupied. Something was living through her. Yeah? Using her body for transportation. And all the while, the disease of selfing, the act of being identified, she was claiming every one of those thoughts, those actions, all that stuff, and the guilt and shame and the remorse was driving her to drink even more because she doesn't want to face up to it. All based on what? The idea that I'm the one who's doing it or I'm the one who's not doing what I should be doing. It's the insidiousness of it. You can get recovered from every disease, but that disease of identification itself will thrive. It will thrive in any recovery from any other disease. It's thriving in recovery from alcoholism. It's thriving in every... You give me any disease, that primary disease, the first dis-ease, is totally, totally safe in any, other, any form of recovery. It's, it's like a, it's got... Its castle is never going to be attacked because you don't know you're identified while you're identified. So the selfing, the dilemmas that are produced by selfing override the relief of AA. People are still producing tons of guilt and shame on behaviors they did while they were loaded. I just saw it last night. Perfect example of it. So they, they got relief from alcoholism, but there is something even deeper, which is the addiction to self. That addiction to self had, a, had an, uh, an adjunct or an addition called alcoholism, but getting free from alcoholism doesn't necessarily bring, bring you freedom from self. It will make it a whole lot better because the identification will thrive in anything, in any setting. It can go to a 5,000-year-old temple where Buddha himself laid, let's say, the, gold, the, the golden doo-doo, so to speak. And if you smell it, you'll be free. Selfing will thrive there. It will thrive in any spiritual practice. It will thrive at meetings like this. It will thrive freaking anywhere. Because all the while, whatever you're doing, whatever it is, no matter how noble you think it is, it's claiming it and casting you as the doer of it. Spiritual practices, you're the doer of it. You know, a, a, you know, a liquor store robbery, you're the doer of it. It doesn't care what it is. It's going to, whatever it comes in contact with through consciousness, through conscious contact, it claims and says, I had something to do with this. So, try this, all right? How is God seen here? Alright, there's God, and then I'll be a knower of God. There's the selfing, once again. Where Ramana Maharshi said in a beautiful statement, to know God is to be God, that's not how selfing sees it. It sees to know God to, is as a knower of God. But once again, the emphasis is on the knower of God, and God can easily be forgotten from the knower of God's point of view. Because it happens all day. So how can what's always so at all times, everywhere, be forgotten because something is playing God with God? 
Something is playing God with spirituality. People hear this very sublime message that's, you know, you can put under the niche of non-duality, which means not to, and yet their head, the mental state, not them, there is no them, there is no us, there is no me, there is no I, but the mental state, yes, will now try to become a non-self. It will come to these meetings, intellectually understand what's being said, read a conceptual diagram that there is no self, and it will entertain that there is no self as a self. It says, hey, I've done everything I could to be a better self. How about if I'm not a self, I'll become a better self? It's like the, it's like the self-help, but, but the, the, like the quintessence of it, where it gets so much into self-help, becomes non-self. Non-self-help. <laughs> it's incessant. It will go on and on and on and on. You think there's a place to immunity? Go to any freaking satsang. There's an us and them there. There's some person sitting a little higher than everyone else, and everyone's thinking they're one, but they're a unique one, and he's like a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ones out there are a lesser one. It has, it's just, it permeates everywhere because the mental state knows no boundaries. Where it goes wherever you go. You know, if you study something two thousand years old, its fucking strategy is way older than that. It will claim whatever comes in contact with, slap, slap the idea that it's about you, you did it, you saw it, you tasted it, you touched it, you thought it, you felt it. Somehow it's always going to be about you. Even God becomes about you. I felt God. I, me, just, I must be a chosen one. I felt God. I'm so far sorry you're not feeling God. I'm feeling it right now. I'm feeling God. <laughs> The emphasis, it's like everything we come in contact with is like used like a mirror. All right, oh, this is great scripture. And then, but as soon as I pick it up, I just see myself in it. The self is now studying the scriptures. It's just, you can't get away from it. That's the good news. Because if you don't get away from it, you'll see it for what it is, which is it ain't you. You'll see it's just a construction. And the construction's going on all the time. Yeah? It uses the mental faculties. The thinking is used by it. And, it's, and all the thoughts are now seen as yours or about you or about another you in relation to you. Yeah? All right? Feelings. Oh, feelings are my feelings. Now it's all about you again. Actions. My actions. Time. My time. Girlfriend. My girlfriend. Woo! Usually different. Money. Oh, I'd love the, every one of you to have lots of money. My money. Fuck you. I'm just keeping my money. Yeah? The, the my is the elephant in the whole room. People get concerned. They say, oh, i got to get a whole new opinion about money. No, you don't. Give a, get a different opinion about my. <laughs> if the my drops out, you'll see money is money. You'll see this is this. But when it's my money, my this, my that, it gets distorted. It goes like this. It's now used always to point to you. It's so simple. You can see it. So easy. Hat. All right, everyone recognizes that this is a hat, supposedly. Okay, then I see it, and now I see it as my hat. What's the hat being used for? To point to the owner of the hat. Yeah, my language uses the object to point to the subject all day. The pseudo subject is always being pointed at all day. 
It's not, it's, it's not surprising it's easy to fall under its swoon. It's on all day. Every day, everything is it's like a loop of self-importance. You go out and you meet someone. Let's say you meet hundreds of things, but there's only the one thing that meets them all. Yeah? You've had hundreds of thoughts, but there was the, there's the one sense of being the thinker. In other words, you have, you have claimed hundreds and thousands of thoughts as your own. You have claimed tons of feelings that just showed up just to disappear and you used them in their little moment of expression and tattooed them to represent my, my feelings. Yeah? And now every feeling you have now or comes to you is actually a re-feeling, just like resentment. We have a re-feeling all day. You have a re-thought all day. Every action just reminds you in memory that a past action. You I gotta see it. You're living. We're living in interpretation. So it's been slipped. We were alive when we were a kid, and then the thought system started to grow. Our interest and attention started getting sucked up through the other gates up to here. Yeah, and it started to become all about this, all about this me, where there is no me. So. This whole message could be totally shrunk in one second. If it was gravity, all we would need is an anti-gravity chamber. Everyone would walk out knowing what gravity was. And when you know what gravity is, you recognize its effects, yeah? By their absence. The presence that we are, which is that incessant onness is recognized super clearly when you realize your absence. When you realize your, your absence of being an inherent thing. Your absence of being something. When you entertain the absence, then you sense the presence. Yeah? You sense the presence that's always available. But it's not available to you. It's when the you arises and claims it, then you're on the search again. Because suddenly the presence seems to be distant. Now you believe, I've got to do and have myself some of that presence. But if you get exhausted by your search and you collapse, what do you sense? The presence. When you stop breathing all the interest and attention into the doll of selfing, and then the doll finally, because this is, it's nothing, it just, then you sense everything you've been looking for by not looking. You find everything you've been wanting, and yet by not by finding it. You get the antidote, antidote to all your strange feelings, not from outside, but from inside. The feeler gets dropped, yeah? The, the sense of being the feeler of the feeling weakens, and then the feelings come and go. In other words, the, it's like the dam finally opens, and now the flow is coming through. Yes? Feelings come, go. Thoughts come, go. When the dam, when the dam of selfing is, is, is constructed, everything trickles out. It claims it, and then it goes around a circle, the idea of you, and then the water gets stagnant. Yeah? Have you ever seen water coming down a stream, and then you put a rock in it, in the stream, then the, it changes the current of the water, and then stuff that's in the water gets in, gets stuck around the current and starts going around the rock, and the, in the first hour, maybe there's 15 leaves, the next hour, 30 leaves, 
and after a while there's this whole stagnant area right around the rock. It gets stuck. That's what it's like. My thoughts. My feelings. All around this. And then they get stuck. And what they do is they cover the mind. The mind's ability, its nature is to reflect. Yeah? Purely like a mirror. Nothing is in the mirror, yet everything appears in the mirror. Yes? That mind, that's like our mind. It has this ability to reflect. So you can reflect. It's like if you, if you go by a, a, a body of water on, a, on a, a stormy day, the surface is so agitated, there's no reflection. You don't see anything in it. You just see the surface, yeah? You see. But if it's calm and mild and no wind, you drive by and now you see all the trees around the pond. You see the sky. You see the clouds all reflecting in the surface. That's what mind is like, yeah? Mind's nature is to reflect. Right now it's reflecting selfing, and something that is transparent now is taken to be opaque. We think there's someone there that's having all these experiences. It's just the reflective ability. All it's seeing is the mental agitation. It's not looking through. It's not looking through. It's hitting this little mental billboard that it's me that's doing this. It's me that's thinking. It's me. This is my life. And it's that loop of self-importance. It gets stuck. And then everyone I meet, same thing, goes back to the same false reference. Every feeling goes back to the same reference. You're just way over, over obsessed with this idea of you. So now, all right, now it's reflecting pretty clear. What do you see? Whatever you see. If it looks at into nothing, you'll see the face of nothing. You'll have the sense of serenity and peace. You will have the sense of a, the qualities of mind, inherently empty and brilliant and huge beyond huge. You'll get the intimation of it. Your daily mind will get the intimation of it. It will be reflecting that space while it reflects everything that's coming and going. But the coming and going won't replace what's always there. You'll be aware of the screen while all the movies are appearing on it. You'll be aware of the screen. You'll be aware of what everything is appearing on. You will be aware of what they call the emptiness there isn't a thing called emptiness. It's just everything is empty of being a thing. There's nothing that's solid here. There's nothing that can stop and put a flag in and say, I'm here. There's just hearing. There's just seeing. There's just feeling. There's just tasting. There's just touching. There's just, 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 just. You get a sense of that. And it brings a lightness to this place. We're waiting for someone or something to bring us the lightness. You're the bearer of it all. You're the light that you want to try to use to find light. You are the light. Like Huang Po said, the great Zen master, you can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use mind to look for mind. You can't use light to look for light. You have to recognize that you're not what you are, and then you'll realize you're the light. You are what you've been looking for this whole freaking time. Disguised with, disguised with this mental ideation of being a body, a special someone. You're missing it. You're looking straight at it all fucking day, staring in every reflective surface as you're walking down a street or a mirror or something or a car window, and you just keep stopping at the fucking image that's coming and going, and you don't see the space that we are. 
One little drop of that can go a long way here, man. You can just chill out. It won't be all about you. And you'll be able to hold the space for others. You know? You'll be your mind can attend to the experiential level, but it will move. It will move. And there'll be um You'll get a flavor for what's always so. You know? It's not as exciting as things that come and go, bigger and smaller, different sizes and degrees and better and worse and all the names we give them to give them relevance. But I'll tell you something, that thing that's always so, you'll find a deep reliance there. You'll have a, a, an assurance you can rest there because it's always available at all times with no requirement necessary to meet it. You are so past the point of meeting it. You are that which you wish to meet. Put it to the test. How could people, if you hear someone share and they have the same thoughts you have, how could they be yours? The whole idea of my is uniqueness. It's like one unit. It's uh, There's only one like me. No, they're not. There's tons of us. Look at alcoholics. Every one of us think we're so incredibly unique and special. We're a run-of-the-mill vehicle for alcoholism to have a field day here. Something is wanting to express. I'll tell you, every there's energies that want to express, and, and we're the interface. This body is an interface. And you're basically being taken over quite a lot. Not you, but there's opportunity. You can be taken over by a light, or you can be taken over by the what you would deem the darkness. But they both want to come through and express. And they will have their day. They will have their day. And they're using the thought system to connive themselves in. Oh, I don't trust, I don't believe my thoughts. Then why are you flipping about, out, about what's not happening? How could you? How could a concern about an imaginary place have an effect unless you're believing it? How could it have an effect? How could a thought about next Wednesday rain on tonight? You have a role in it. Your belief in it. You believe that next Wednesday is by far more important than right now. Yeah, allows you to minimize what's all there is and go with a mental idea of what was and will be. And think that's the better deal. I'd rather graze there. There's so much more I can fucking occupy myself with. Yeah, tons of imaginary situations that are never going to come to pass. But you can produce an effect from them because of the power of mind. You can override this. You can override tonight where there's no apparent threat. You could be flipped out in this room right now. And if you are flipped out in this room right now, you're not responding to what's happening. You're reacting to what's not happening. Next Wednesday has more sway in this moment, at this time for you, than right now. And I bet you this happens quite a lot. The life is forgotten and we get an interpretation back, a mental interpretation, starring us with cameo appearances of others. Really, if you would you go to a movie if it said all about Paul, if your name wasn't Paul? No freaking way. 
unless you'd gone out with a Paul once and you wanted to be right about leaving him. You'd want that's it. If it was all about Paul, only Pauls would be there. With the hopes that it's all about them. And when all the other Pauls found out it wasn't about them, they'd want to get out. Yet they wouldn't be that extremely interested in oh, wait, here's the phone call that's gonna change my whole life. They'd be yawning through it. Why? It's not that uh, it's beautiful, technical, everything. It's not about them. That's it. That's the whole point. Why you're so interested in what you're not is what you're not seems so much about you. You're pictured in tomorrow and yesterday way more than you're pictured now. It's very, why is there? There's no need to picture anything now. There's the he, there's here, yeah. But for something to appear to be here that isn't, it has to be remembered. How could it appear to be here? You'd have to remember it, right? Something that isn't here, how can it appear to be here? It has to be remembered. Some The mind has to think about it in the future to remember that it now. So when you're thinking about, your head's thinking about what's going to happen to you, it's you, the you it's thinking about is a picture as a body, I'm telling you. You do not... Your thought system does not picture you as a spirit. It pictures you as a body. Yeah? So you're thinking about you as a body in the future. What happens? Why is it? You go, why am I so obsessed about what's not happening concerning me? You're not with other people. Maybe your children, if you have children, but almost no other person on earth. Are you going to be sitting at night thinking, what's going to happen to Stanley five years from now? You're not that interested, are you? No, but if it's you, you'll be up all night. <laughs> the thought system will be... It's, and you don't get that, the reason why it's you. See, you want to stop the moths from getting around the light. Just take the bulb out. <laughs> if you remove the bulb, the moths are going to go somewhere else. <laughs> You're just stubbornly saying, no, I want the moths gone, but I want the bulb. This, the light of ideation, the thoughts that seem to be attacking you all the time, they just go flying away. The feelings that seem so real, they're fucking paper mache made up things. They move out. Yeah, you have feelings, you have stuff. Most of the feelings, when you name them, you're not even close to what they are. People, they, people think uh, worry is, is so people think excitement is anxiety sometimes. You know what I mean? Some people never knew they were angry, and other people see that's the most angry person I ever met. They have no idea they, they're angry at all. They think it's something else. We're so off, it's like we're playing pin the tail on the donkey with name and form. You know, you know this, is, this is what it feels like to be enlightened. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> you know, put this in. Oh, I'm depressed. <laughs> you know, just, it's like we're in the dark. We don't even know if there's a donkey. We got something in our hands with a sharp thing, and so we're pinning the tail on something. We're, and then if the light comes on, you got the donkey on the snap, the tail on the snout. You missed it by a hundred miles. It's not even close to what you think's happening. <laughs> man, there is a freedom, man. It's always right now, and you're you're it, and I see it in you, and that's the good news, man. I have total faith in everyone here. Because I don't see everyone here. <laughs> I see mind. Mind knows this message. All it, This is sort of like tickling it into recognition. Yeah? 
And if it's not your calling, you can come to 800 of these freaking things and nothing will happen. And if it is, you may not have to come to any. (laughs) So if you want, like the starting point, 101, just look at the word my and get a sense of what it represents. Because the language is the magician's wand. It's the use of language that's the magician. The magician of selfing is to, is doing its tricks. It's using language. Yeah, the thoughts that you hear are heard as English. Yeah, if you're from another country, you hear it in another sound, French. But it's language that's being used because the language is constantly implying that you have something to do with shit you have nothing to do with. Like if I tell you something that happened to me, I say I hurt my knee in the water. It sounds like I went out in the ocean and I hurt it purposely, like with a hammer. I took a hammer in my wetsuit. I got out about 30 yards and I said, I'm going to hurt my knee in the water. Bammo! You know, no. The knee went out, but the language, how it puts it, it sure sounds like, like I had a lot to do with it. You know, I hurt my knee in the water. Oh, fuck, Paul. It was very bad of you to hurt your knee in the water. You should have heard it near the hospital. Yes, that would have been a good idea if I had heard it. <laughs> But I did. <laughs> but I didn't do it. It happens, yeah. <laughs> but the way the language constructs around it is, I did it somehow. It's all day, you know. Beard grows. Oh, you're growing a beard. Oh, you like it, yeah. Doing a good job. I have no fucking. I have nothing to do with the growing of the beard. The only thing I can seem to have something to do is cutting it. I have nothing to do with the growing of it. Yeah. Oh, I've joined a group and we grow beards together. And I'm noticing. <laughs> I do so much better when, you know, Stanley comes and me and him, we got a little mm, good mojo going. Yeah, we're looking good. Look, look at that goatee part. No, I have nothing to fucking do with it. But every thought you feel like you're the thinker, every action you think like you did it, every, hurt, every sound you believe you're the one who heard it. Every vision you think you're the one who saw it. Don't you don't see that as the bondage yourself? What else could it be? Activities are happening, life is happening, the mental state respo- reacts to the happening and claims them and makes a story about it. End of story. That's it. Yeah. You get weaned off of living and you get an interpretation to replace it. Yeah. Like when I was a kid, I never thought, I never was worrying about will I be playing next week because time hadn't set up yet. Yeah, I had no idea of time, so when I was playing, there wasn't fret and concern. Will I be playing next week? No, because I hadn't time hadn't set in. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. I didn't have any thought about getting more into the moment. Never. I never thought about how could I get more into this moment because I hadn't thought I could be out of any moment yet. Yeah. It was these absurd ideas came later. And you know what? When they came and got some traction, uh, certain things were noticed to leave, like wonder, awe, spontaneity, immediacy, replaced with uh, like a dis-ease, an irritability, restlessness. I started feeling very strange about myself, that there was something wrong I didn't want anyone to see. So I got to get my dancing shoes and get my song and dance together to keep everyone away from what I truly knew. Totally insane. What happened? Something developed, a mental state, and then the story of self was hatched. Yeah? 
The story of self gained traction. The living of life was starting slowly to get dismissed. And I got an interpretation. And the interpretation wasn't working out well. So this apparatus was driven to try to get high. To get some fucking relief from that interpretation. Everything what everyone else gave me was another form of interpretation. It wasn't freedom. The freedom is prior to the bondage. It doesn't come after anything. It comes before everything. You are inherently free as you are. You want to be free as what you're not. You're inherently free as you are. You want to be free as you're not. I mean, how long will it take to get out of an imaginary place? How much time will it take to get out of an imaginary place? If the solution dawns on you, it will reveal, I don't care what road you thought you took, it will reveal that there is no problem. That it's huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing and huffing and puffing and the huffing and puffing are building the imaginary houses you think you have to blow down. You'll see it in all its glory in a split nanosecond. The solution will inform you that there is no problem and then the solution goes puff and goes away. There's no need for a solution. Something that's always been established never needs to get established. All the, all the shenanigans that seem to have happened have not left one mark on it. Not ever. Nor will they. Not you. what you've done, what they have done, what you think you were going to do, what you think you will do. Not one bit. The sky never gets affected by what's appearing in it. Never. Never. Fourth of July explosions never rip the sky open. The rain, the sky never gets wet. The plane never runs into sky while it's flying through it. The bird shit, it never lands on the sky. Lands on your car or your shoulder. Yeah. That's what mind is like. Big M mind. Stop trying to know it and you'll recognize you are it. have to invest in stories because you won't invest in stories. It won't be glorious. It won't. It won't be fucking jam-packed with excitement. It won't. It won't. It will be... There's much more excitement in surrendering and then taking it back than surrendered. Much more. Incredibly more excitement. A lot more stories developed. You can a lot more phone calls and simpaticos with other people when you're surrendering and taking it back and going through all the self-willing supposedly. But surrendered is is a lovely sublime condition because the contentment is never put outside of you. 
it's always right where you are at all times with no requirement necessary to rest in it. You can think 80 thoughts and believe you thought every one of them. You haven't moved one nano inch away from what you are. All your projections into the past when you were a kid or into a future of 800 incarnations later, you haven't moved one inch. You haven't moved one second away from what you are. Hence, why the desire to try to approach it? People who know me, you know, as an action figure, you could term me as a sort of a slacker. I like the easiest, softer way, and this is definitely the easiest, softest way. <laughs> if it was like a Buddhist practice, it would be lay down Buddhism. <laughs> no sitting, no standing, no walking. Just lay down and <laughs> chill out. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Why are you so cons- why are you so- what is so afraid to let it be okay? Why do you have to why is it so necessary to add distance and time to it? So that the importance of it rests throws a stone back on you again. That God will be known if you want to know it. You'll never be able as a self to entertain it's here right now you will never be able to self because the self isn't here right now. The only place it can see the truth is where it is, and that's in time and outside. It sees truth as an object that it wants to get. It sees truth. It sees awakening as a thing. It sees enlightenment as a thing. It has to beget everything to give its own nature relevance. So a thing begets another thing. You're a conceptual idea, so everything that you know is a conceptual idea. You have an idea of enlightenment, and yet that idea is probably causing the exact opposite of what enlightenment is meant to represent, which is a cessation of all suffering. I bet you, if you're a spiritual seeker, it's causing you suffering. Because you're probably pointing out to yourself a lot of time during the day, you're not enlightened. And what have you done not to be enlightened by now? (laughs) <laughs> oh, man, it's again all rel- you, 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 you <laughs> so that's it eh? we could beat the dead horse but then there'd be no there'd be no horse to ride out on so <laughs> it's a samba group tonight jeez somber in here it's all these freaking icons around us. There seems to be less of them in the U.S. Yeah, can we use the hat and pass it? Yes. Craig, back from the wars, everyone, yes. Hey, Kevin, I have some books for you. Oh, car. I may have a shirt I want to sell you, too. A nice shirt. I think it gets too small for me. Huh? Some new ones? No, I'm real nice, nice shirt. Not a Zen bitch Yeah, really nice. Real shirt. 
Because you're, yeah. yeah. They'll definitely get you at least five extra dates this <laughs> year. Yes. I guarantee it. You get that. Just with a shirt? Just with a shirt, though. That's how easy it is. You think it's all, it's very easy. Oh, pass yes. Don't forget over there. Yeah, don't forget that. Let's pass it around 108 times. <laughs> Finally, it'll be, someone will break on the 107 times. Oh, right, fuck it, yeah. <laughs> you want to end with, well, let's wait for Deb and we'll end with a prayer. How are you doing, hon? Everything's good? Yeah, good. This is a simple message. If you re- let it be repeated, you'll get in there. It'll establish it'll establish a toehold, and then it spreads. Yeah, it's like bleeding. It's from bleeding behind the canvas, not uh, not applying paint, but this gets in like through the spiritual subpoena, and then it bleeds out. And then you see over time that you're traveling later. And so much more, but you know, as a nice bonus, you see that how things you're not uh, affected by things as much because you're not affected by this thing as much. Yeah, yeah. So far, I feel like uh, kind of addressing you know that whole thing about non-duality being co-opted because it seems like a lot of times the emphasis on you know, embodiment or now integration gets uh, you know it just reinforces the self it can let's yeah. say yeah everything can though that's the difficult thing because what's anything that's heard the first myth that usually goes up is the mental myth catches it and then it changes the myth is what makes the ball game yeah so now the message of not doing becomes a doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever the mitt, when the message, whatever it may be, hits the mitt, the mitt sort of downloads the meaning to the message. It doesn't take. It doesn't get stopped by the message's meaning. It downloads its meaning on the message. So like, you know, the idea of you're a lion, and then you hear it, you like that sound. But then when it comes in, you you realize, you'll see it in time, that it's actually it's understood it as, I could become like a lion. Yeah? And it's a hard one to get over, because it will, it will keep reasserting itself. You feel like you've you know, squeezed it in there, or it'll move over there. So then, if you can see what you're not, and the mechanism of what you're not, that to me is the way to go. Because if you're not that, you'll lose interest in it, and it doesn't mean you lose interest. You lose interest in it. And your interest is going to go somewhere else. And maybe it will go to a worthy place to land. And when it does, yeah, you'll know it. Yeah. The interest and the attention will now feel like a, it's like the connection finally connected. Yeah? Instead of being short-circuited and always landing at this picture view, it now goes through into infinity and it's there's like a circulation, like with manifestation and like non-manifestation, and it's like this going like this, and it's finally you feel like you got the plugs all locked, you know, all the extension cords have been plugged in, and the circuit's running really well. Where in the obsession with self, it gets it gets shortened all the time. Everything goes out, and then when it's brought back, it hits you. This billboard picture of you as a body, yeah. 
So it doesn't, it's not able to go into noting, it doesn't go into the unknown, it just boomerangs off, to, off the known, back to known, 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 known. And we need a little of the mystery of the unknown in us, yeah? We need the abstract, we need the un, unknowable, the inscrutable, the, un, the undescribable. We need some of that in us, because we are of that. We're so busily, we think we have something by knowing it, yeah? But in a way, the knowing deadens everything. So you have, you think you know something, but it's like under glass almost. Oh. It's not alive anymore. So you think you know, well, and so with non-duality, first of all, if you just listen to the statement, it means not to. That's all it means. It's a negation, right from the get-go. Yeah? It isn't like the all-oneness. They, didn't, they knew that didn't work. They went with what works, negation. So they said not to. Not to is a negation of to. Yeah? This is exactly what I believe the essence of non-duality is. Is If it's going to be expressed, it's going to be through negation. You're going to see I'm not that, and then you'll find out what you are. Instead of looking for what you are from what you're not, you'll look at what you're not, see that it's, you're not that, and you'll find out what you are. Yeah? So it's a negation and a negation, and a negation. There's no positiveness at all. There's no affirmation in it. It's negation, 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 and then the affirmation is the, the sense of being. That's the affirming. Yeah, Not a mental affirmation. It's the sense of being becomes the affirmation. So you sort of like short-circuit the mental state, you know, the knowing, not knowing, close, far, understanding. You negate it, you negate it, and you negate it, and then the being that you were seeing as an object or a place you want to arrive at, you realize you're that. Yeah. You're that modality of being, which isn't of time because it's totally complete. It's not in the process of becoming anything. It's being, yeah? It's not reaching for a crescendo over time. Nothing. There's no self in it at all. There's no self of being a self or an other. There's just being. And now, that starts having an influence in your life as an action figure. And then things... The, the geography doesn't change, but you, you do, how you travel over everything changes. You're lighter. Yeah. Instead of trying to apply acceptance to something you don't want to accept, you have the byproduct of acceptance by realizing what's so and what's not so. Yeah? What, what, how hard is acceptance? If you were in this room, acceptance really requires you not wanting to change anything. That's the easiest thing at all to do. Because it's nothing to do. Yeah? I want everyone who's here to be here. I, w- I want everyone who's not here not to be here. I'm okay with that. And that's acceptance. We're trying to accept as a strategy because we're hell-bent on non-accepting. We want things the way we want them to be. And we keep running into walls, so we go, well, I heard about acceptance, I'll see how that tried. That works so I can get what I want. <clears throat> to me, acceptance is a byproduct of your mind changing. That's all. When your mind changes and sees things in a different way, you accept what was so totally intolerable to you before. You'll be able to accept it. Because you're not interested in changing it. Why would you want to change an imaginary appearance? I mean, why would you want to give it that much relevance to try to change a damn thing? It's going to disappear anyway. 
Yeah, so.